Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Community Connections with Ryan Sauer. Super excited today to have my friend, Roger Green, CEO of Green Financial Resources, with us today on the show. Uh, Roger, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing awesome. God God blesses me every day. We just became grandparents the fifth time over, five oh. grandparents. Oh, man, congratulations. I, uh, I, I, my, my oldest is... I have three daughters. My oldest is halfway through Georgia Tech, and she's, I think she's found the guy. I said, that's good. Just take your time. But, you know, when that day arrives, uh, I can only imagine. So congratulations to you guys. They're beautiful. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to read something real quick because uh, we just want to do it and keep everybody happy. Uh, investment advisor representative offering securities and advisory services through Satera Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor, broker dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, Green Financial, and Satera Advisors are not affiliated. Awards are not to be considered as a guarantee of future results. Endorsement of, uh, by any client. Roger's office is located at 3700 Crestwood Partway, Duluth, Georgia, and his website is rogersgreen.com. So we get the format taking place but Roger tell people uh, you're, you know you're such a fixture in this community and you do so much and your family does so much to help people but just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background yeah I am uh, just absolutely genuinely blessed with such a beautiful community I just got to thank everybody that uh, came before us to, to build it up it's awesome um, we, we came here my uh, my son was deaf um, and so I moved to Georgia to become a part of the auditory verbal center and I, I couldn't currently maintain uh, chairman of the board on their uh, charity right now and uh, been helping them through this tough time uh, with getting some grants and a grant calendar and just getting you know going things uh, so he speaks perfectly clearly and he works with me along with another one of my sons Andrew and my wife and I and of course you've uh, dialogued with my niece Taylor uh, kind of a family business here we have yeah. uh, a beautiful location here at uh, 3700 Crestwood Parkway and I just get to see the lake and the beautiful community and I love working and living close to home and going that's a great great community a lot of great people well we're excited you know we we, we, we have a lot of partnerships together and uh, you know we we uh, really are, are excited about all the things we've been able to do together and I've gotten to read from afar about all the stuff you do but uh, yeah yeah that's been my specialty so so I have another company where I do sales and market consulting and then um uh, uh, but I'm working at the very end of my, towards the end of my course, my doctorate in leadership and my focus area, the point of bringing that up is I love teaching and helping other people, but it's focused on family businesses, startup businesses, because, you know, that really is the backbone of our society. And I've learned now that that constitutes 99% of all American businesses. So, you know, tell us what you've seen. I'm sure you've seen a lot uh, during this time. You know, we started this show during the beginning of COVID-19. I've seen businesses pivot. I've seen businesses, unfortunately, close their doors. Uh, you know, and this isn't just some COVID-19 show. It's, you know, it's prosperous about the future. It's getting encouraging words out. But what have you seen during this time? I've seen great things from our community. But what have you seen and heard that you want to share to those people listening who are, you know, down and frustrated and, you know, this, this kind of thing? Sure, sure. Well, I do see people reaching out. Um, you know, one of the blessings that I had was I had someone call uh, early on, and uh, this came on quick. Um, we had uh, in the first 21, 23 days, we had uh, the market drop seven times faster than it before. 
uh, seven times further. And it was just a real, real, um, you know, people were just really sideswiped by it. I mean, if you were a college senior, you go your last semester uh, with the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years and you're coming out with the highest. Um, it's just uh, bizarre. I mean, I, I keep waiting for Rod Sterling to come on and, <laughs> and narrating, don't you? Uh, yeah. But people helping people, you know, uh, tough times, you know, bring out the best in some people. And I think um, everybody these days needs uh, somebody to listen and somebody to reach out. So, uh, you know, just make a commitment to once a day reaching out uh, to somebody else and, and seeing what's going on with them. And, you know, if you can encourage them, I think going about your business and doing the best you can, batting down the hatches and to make a, 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 a you know, plan to survive. Um, you can't thrive if you can't survive. So I love you know, that. there's new retirement law. There's all kinds of opportunity out there. But I think doing it prudently and doing it, um, you know, mind of a man plans his way. And I think the Lord will guide your steps. But it's incumbent upon you to plan your way. So I think uh, taking advantage of every tax law, collaborating with specialists, like yourself, um, or, you know, a financial planner or an accountant or whatever, and just figure out what you can do so that you can make a plan about what to do. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Roger. And, you know, I, I know you guys are right now, I just want to because you're offering people they need a consultation just to contact you, correct? Absolutely. Uh, they go through our website, rogerosgreen.com. They just let us know, hey, you want to call? I give everybody my cell phone number <laughs> or I was talking to somebody at six o'clock this morning. I've been maintaining my schedule, which I think is really important for your health. Um, I'm getting up at four or five o'clock in the morning, working out. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I think it's really important to make sure that you're, you're on point to be the best you can be for your family. Uh, just make a commitment to take it one day at a time, um, you know, and try to be the best you can be. I think a lot of people, you know, thinking this is just like a vacation or something, but if you're, um, getting the privilege to be able to work from home or work remote like we're doing, um, give your best effort. I mean, I'm telling you, um, with people and companies um, making the change to where, hey, we're going to enable this, we're going to allow this to happen. Um, you want to be have the best, most polished resume of being able to do the best. You want to be on time. You want to maintain your your energy level. You you want to be able to just be the best you can be because a year from now, there's a lot of musical chairs and careers yeah. and industry. And, you know, people in the Bay Area, you know, uh, businesses may not need somebody in the Bay Area and have to pay Bay Area prices. You know, somebody in Atlanta might be able to get a raise by working with a company that was paying more. And so you've got to think about that. But somebody in Kansas might be able to compete for your job. So you've got to be thinking about being the best you can be. All that is, is uh, showing up every day, you know, honoring your commitments, um, trying to be the best person, human being you can be. And I think whether that's reaching out and helping a charity, like we've been helping Auditory Verbal Center, I'm on the chairman of the board and I've been helping them with making certain that they get the grants to survive because we help deaf children learn how to speak and we're able to do it virtually. And wow. we're able to, um, I mean, Debbie Brilling's just done a brilliant job um, at being able to switch. And she was early. I mean, you want to talk about early people not coming in just I mean, before anybody. And she said, look, we're going to make certain that we get this deal dealt with. And now we're able to get uh, Medicaid reimbursement for virtual uh, where we didn't get that before. And she's just been on point making the, helping them to survive, but helping somebody that has drive to survive, whether it's a, you helping a business person know what they can do, how to maybe communicate differently or advertise differently or network differently. Uh, but it's very important that we energize uh, and just 
give our commitment to each day. And I think reward in that. Well, I agree. I mean, you know, you and I are on the same point, the Lord's in control, but you know, doing our part, um, is key. And I, you know, something funny, Roger, from your business, what you do, you know, people ask me financial advice. I, I think I'm a good steward of what I do personally, just the way I invest things or think about money. But I'm like, I'm a sales and marketing and branding guy. I'm, I'm not a financial <laughs> advisor. I mean, if that's what you want to talk about your business, you know, you're the wrong guy. But, but I will tell you, uh, in, in this time I've been watching and I've been predicting well, I don't think any of us would predict we went from the most robust economy with that low unemployment rate in a matter of months. I mean, it was unbelievable. I don't think we've even seen something that quick. You know, we go back to 08 or, you know, Black Monday in 87 or whatever. You know, you saw that coming, right? You know, but, you know, I looked at the market like, what is going on? Now, my concern, see, when you say your best self, I agree with you. There are people uh, I'm not wired this way. I'm wired like you are. Always giving it everything, creating new ideas, helping people. There are people, though, I've seen that if they think they're on a Christmas vacation, like using your words, those are my words. And unfortunately, you know, when things start settling out or companies go into, you know, later in the year, early next year and say, you know, we hired all these people, but this is a little fat here that I'm not sure, you know, what, what does this person even do? Those are the people when you're saying be your best self that, you know, I've said to and repeated these shows, look yourself in the mirror and see how you can become a better at everything you do. Uh, and, and a lot of people kind of like, oh man, this is great. I get to stay at home, just play with the kids all day. I love my kids to death, but I'm always working at my craft to being a better person, like you were saying. And there is going to become another side of this where people, where companies are going to say, okay, now we're the other side. Let's look at our people and, and, you know, and do some evaluation. And that's what I think is going to occur when, when big, you know, even smaller companies go, yeah, we hired them when things were booming, but I'm not really sure they were doing more than 10 hours of work a week. Right. On an opportunistic level, though, you've got to think about it. You're going to be able to compete for jobs all over the world. And, you know, many people, um, if you do sharpen your skills and you do become um, competent and, uh, and better at all the things that you do, uh, take this opportunity to take a class. Um, just it doesn't have to be, you know, Herculean effort all at once. Just a, a little bit every day. Just make a commitment, you know, one phone call a day to reach out to help somebody, one cause or two causes that you can support and enable uh, in this period of time because, uh, you know, charitable giving has dropped to the lowest point um, and it's an opportunity for you to reach out and do something for somebody. I mean, even if it's just like if you have an opportunity to get some extra masks or something and somebody doesn't have a mask, you know, give them a mask or, you know, in your own profession, you know, make yourself available a little bit more um, to, you know, I took a call at six o'clock this morning. Uh, I saw I had a missed call. I called the client um, and, and uh, you know, he was up worried about something, working hard and I was able to help him out. So, you know, make sure you plan your liquidity because being a good steward of what you have is making sure you have the resources to survive. Um, and then at the same time, find a plan to thrive, you know, find a way that you can get better through this and that this can make you make you even a better professional um, or a better person and be there for your family too. And be there for family. And, you know, you got those grandkids uh, probably I was watching with uh, my three daughters uh, early on in this thing, we were watching frozen two as a family. And there was a quote that says, if you're not sure what to do, do the next right thing. And, you know, no matter what your faith is or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that principle. That's exactly what I know. Just, 
you know, knowing uh, your family and knowing you and, 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 and the way I try to operate, I certainly, I don't get it right all the time, but I do my best to fix it or, you know, move forward. And so, you know, yeah. And, and, and I see it as an opportunity, you know, so that's the negative, what I was talking about for some people, but it's really a huge opportunity for other people. I see potentially younger generations have had to, you know, have gotten bored being on their phone all the time, you know, and I've seen young kids out in the neighborhood playing when they never used to come outside. Yeah. You see that? And, and, and in your career, there is going to be musical chairs. Maybe if this is something where you were kind of bored with your career, maybe you can go to another one. Maybe this gives you the catalyst and an opportunity to, to change gears. There's a lot of what they call creative destruction that occurs during every economic downturn. And this is people starting that business they always wanted to. Um, this is people going to work with the business they always wanted to. Hey, if your income is going to take suffer a blow anyway. <laughs> right really love because as Henry Ford said, if you love what you do, you don't ever work another day in your life. So I've been doing what I do for 33 years, helping people with their money and investing. Um, I want to do it another 33. I just got blessed from a very early age that I got exactly in at 19 what I wanted to do the rest of my life. I want to work till I'm 95. I love helping my sons learn how to do it. But if you're not in that place at the intersection of your passion and your ability, go to somewhere where you can and maybe take this opportunity to work for somebody. Hey, if you can't get a job anyway, work for cheap. You know, yeah. work just peanuts so you can learn something. You know, there are a lot of businesses and business people that are going to be like, wow, when I get out of this, I'm going to sell out, you know, as soon as it gets better. <laughs> be the person that they sell to. Be the person that they give that to. Right. That's, you know, and, and I got, I've coached a couple uh, young young people, you know, halfway through college or just coming out of college. And I said, you know, you've got to make yourself, I said, you know, it really is tough. I mean, if you look at some of these college graduates, are, like you just said, are coming out, say they have a history major, and they were coming out looking at jobs, and jobs are now on hold, and everything changed. But there's there's an opportunity. I always say there's an opportunity behind every obstacle. And, you know, go in, learn from the business you want to be in. And I'm with you, Roger. You know, I love all the stuff I do. And my kids don't even know what I do. They go, you like talk for a living. I said, yeah, something like that. But I love, it's all at the core of, you know, encouraging people, uh, loving on people, trying to help others. And I just believe that comes back, you know, in some capacity, you know, I know you do the same thing. Uh, It's not like somebody asked me, like, what are you making for recording these shows? And I'm like, that part takes care of itself one day. It's about helping other people. I don't worry. I don't worry about that stuff. And you know, uh, so, you know, all the stuff you guys are doing in the community or like you said, keeping a, um, you know, a, a normal ritual to your patterns and not just getting, like I said, you know, around Christmas when all my family's home, I do kind of tend to slow it down for me a little bit, but we're, we can't do that for months on end and be a better you and, or keep your business prospering and, or be looking at future opportunities. Just, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, but open your mind up to ideas that people that work with you, uh, work for you, or people in your industry or other industries are doing. You know, like I said, that creative destruction many times uh, is because somebody, you know, maybe they work with a Rich Carlton and they had a bunch of really great ideas and they would have never left. But then guess what? They come work with you and they give you some great ideas that came from a whole other industry. And, you know, learn from that. Be open-minded, um, you know, about different ways, like you're doing the podcast and, you know, we're reaching out to people and using some of our electronic tools more. Um, we're thinking about ways to teach my class at the university, but also maybe uh, send people an invitation where they could, uh, if they don't want to come in, they're not comfortable, how they can follow along with us online. 
uh, break it into more digestible parts and, you know, just be thoughtful about um, just every aspect of what we're doing and seeing if there's ways we can add extra value. And that's really all it's about is just in any way, can you help and be there for your clients, your customers um, and your staff? and your family in a way that maybe you weren't before, but this is your trip hammer, your opportunity, your catalyst to um, really, really make it better for you. Uh, so think about that and think about ways that you can, um, you know, participate um, and help. Well, you guys, uh, like I said, you know, uh, Laura and Taylor and everybody I've come in and interact with at your place are f- fantastic, Roger. And staying in business, uh, just to put it in perspective, as we come to a close here, I started doing the beginning of this research, the dissertation, get this, of 99% of businesses are small business, meaning 500 or less, and generally the number's a lot less than that. Uh, only 50% of them make it five years. And of course, this per before COVID. So uh, I'm going to use that data when, when I get, but that, you know, that says something to me, you know, and I'm, I'm interested in learning more about it, but 33 years and going strong. And I can tell you love what you do. It's passionate, man. It's contagious to me. And uh, people are like, why do you, it's not, wor- it's not working if you love it. Absolutely. 15 years, every year for 15 years, we struggled and it was just one thing that kept us going, but it was a commitment to surviving and that led us to be the you know business of the year for Gwinnett County or, you know, top 1200 advisors in the country. You know, those are the kinds of things that I didn't ever dream of in my first 15 years. It's not an overnight success. It's just doing one every day, just put one foot in front of the other, getting better, trying to serve each person as well as you can. And you develop a reputation and your reputation and your character and your authenticity and your authority uh, comes from the actions that you do during times like these being there for other people. So as best you can reach out to one person every day and just say, Hey, what's going on? You know, how are you doing? Really tell me how you're doing. Are you struggling? Is there anything I can pray with you about? Uh, Is there anything I can I can think about or help you think through, um, you know, can I just listen? What's going on? Because um, I'm telling you, people have their, their lives disrupted. They're worried about their health. They're worried about their family. Um, their patterns have been disrupted. They can't travel. They can't do a lot of the outlets that they could to blow off steam. And I'm telling you, depression, drug abuse, there's all kinds of suicides are out there. I'm telling you, you don't know what's going on in somebody's internal struggle. So just reach out. Just be an assistance. Be a friend. And I'm telling you, Mother Teresa said it best. You cannot be depressed if you're helping somebody that has greater needs than your own. You can't. And you're going to be energized and you're going to be thriving through this. And you're going to look back on yourself down the road and you're going to think, you know, with pride, I did what I could. And that's all. Yeah, and you know, as we come to a close, right? It's, it's crazy the number of people I call back on the phone when they left me a message in today's world, especially, but always they say, I can't believe you called me back. And I'm going, when did that become custom? <laughs> is that the bar now? We were, and, but, but the point is, yeah, I've talked to a number of people during this time and just try to put a smile on their face. How can I help you? Give them a pick me up, you know, pray with them, listen to them. And I've been saying for, you know, for two months now, three months now, uh, history is going to look back on this period of time, you know, and, and, and see how we, uh, us leaders uh, did things and, and helped other people. And uh, man, I tell you what, you guys are doing a, amazing stuff. And I'm just so proud to have y'all as friends and colleagues. So I'll think doing what you do during this time. I want to thank the people at McDonald's that get my order. I want to thank the people at the grocery store that brave the world, you know, and all the risk for their pay. I want to thank the firemen and, and the police officers and, uh, and the nurses. And, and I want to thank the, the elected officials, believe it or not, people you know, just always look down on them, but they're trying to do their best, you know, and let's just do what we can to help everybody and, you know, be nicer, be kinder, 
and uh, be more thoughtful uh, with your spouse, with your family. Everybody's struggling. Um, you know, let's just be in this together, you know. Uh, Roger, spot on. Exactly. And 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 in the next magazine is the thing we do. We're, we're going to interview some frontline healthcare workers, some people from Kroger. But people forget about all those people putting their life on the line and doing this stuff. And so we're going to go firsthand and hear from those people. And I put out a thing yesterday and I got a million responses. I'm like, well, I don't know how we can tell all those stories, but we'll keep them coming. And people need to hear that. So I appreciate that's, you. That's pre- said you know whether you're a street sweeper do it with the you know as so so much fervor and so much honor that you're the best street sweeper in the world you know? absolutely you'll be you'll be honoring god with what you do so whatever you do please you know just know that we also appreciate and support you and everyone be extra kind that's it awesome. that's all Awesome. Well, uh, I'm gonna close out with Roger man. I appreciate you carving some time to come on the show. I really do and thanks for all you guys do. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. You'd very much. All right, folks, this has been another Community Connections with Ryan Sauer, special guest, uh, uh, Roger Green of Green uh, Financial Resources. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again next time, everyone. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thank you. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.